Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I'm your host Ray, and today we're looking at Batman Year One. It's an animated series, and how I look at this particular movie, I think of it as, as the Batman, the Robert Pattinson movie. That's Year Two. So if you think about what was it that got Commissioner Gordon and him working together against the police force, together against like the commissioner, where there's a trust and bond. So Year One is how they first met. Year One is how he got um, the fear of the villains, like how he took on the mantle of being the Batman and the trials and tribulations that went into get becoming that and what Gordon was going through and how Gordon is now respected amongst his peers, even in light in face of having to deal with backing the Batman. So if you believe, if you look at this movie, this animated movie as being truth to power, if you will, I don't know if that's the right expression to do, you know, uh, then this is a really good springboard to getting into the Robert Patterson. Like, if you believe this movie, then the Robert Patterson movie does make more sense. The only difference is meeting Catwoman. You can say that it was in passing, and of course, he was in disguise, and he's not really focusing on who he's looking at when he's confronting Selena Kyle for the very first time. So you can say it's an unmitigated meeting, and you can say that instance could have happened in the in the in the story of things, but then watching the movie itself and seeing how Selena's portrayal portrayed in this one, um, no, I think all the scenes that okay, so let me go back. The scenes that were, have Selena Kyle in the Batman Year One um, can be removed. They don't really, they're not necessary for the story to progress um and as such you can you can um remove those scenes still have the story be told exactly and it wouldn't negate the batman story year two it actually would work better i mean to establish himself as a uh i am vengeance i am the knight he has to work his way into or integrate himself into Gotham society at, in the darkness and from midnight till four o'clock in the morning where he works. And to start off, he has to like really know he, the crowd. So Ben McKenzie plays uh, Bruce Wayne in this film. It's ironic because he plays Jim Gordon in the movie Gotham and certainly the TV series Gotham. Uh, Jim Gordon in this movie is very much similar to the James Gordon portrayed in the TV series. Um, he's a man who is a good cop. Well, he's always okay. in terms of the source material. Jim Gordon is a good cop. Uh the, the disease, if you will, is corruption in Gotham, both on the PD as well as society. Uh, he took a, he uh, sent a fellow cop to jail, went to IA uh, because he was corrupt. And as a result of doing a good thing, he was transferred to Gotham. And now he faces corrupt cops on a larger scale. And he's got to navigate his way through that. Bruce Wayne comes in 18 years since the death of his family. Uh, he's now ready um, for 14 years, he's been training abroad to become the Batman. The idea of the Batman and how he got to the that the symbol and what it means and bringing fear to others is you see how he gets to that antithesis of that character in this movie, like how the idea uh, and how it's been synthesized to become the Bats and how he's able to use that fear and use what he's been learning and applying it to Gotham and what it was what it took for him to get to that next level. And that's what this movie, this animated movie shows you. 
and it connects itself you can't connect it, connect it to being the prequel to the batman with robert patterson kind of gives you this shows you the reason why gordon trusts him and is willing to stick his neck out for the batman amongst the tide of unpopular opinion and i think if you look at it like that then this works really really well because you can't really tell that story and it's Matt, well, you know, you can tell it, you can tell that story, but it's probably easier just to take it from this animation thing as the as your base, and then going from there and telling the story that that they gave. We're delighted to have you on the team, Lieutenant. It's Merkel at the station. Something about a giant bat. No excuses. That vigilante goes under instantly, or it's your job. This Batman is working his way up the crime ladder from junkie to pusher to supplier. You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit. Moment on, none of you are safe. The corrupt cops can't really touch him because he's doing everything by the book. And it, show, and it gives confidence in the GDP by doing his job. So it's a double-edged sword because the villains can't, I mean, the cops who are corrupt know he's a good man. In a sense, they kind of respect that, but they really hate him, but they can't touch him because he is giving them a positive shine in society. So um, it's an interesting it's an interesting dichotomy of how that works. And it takes place in the course of one year, from January to December to January, or December, January to December. Uh, one 12, 12 months. It takes place in 12 months. And I, I wanna, the narration is through Batman. But Gordon is the primary character in year one. Uh, and it's his story. 12 years, and the ache is still fresh, like a raw, angry nerve. The origin is so incredibly strong. It's so identifiable, so relatable. Any child with the loss of a parent is something that any person can feel that pain. Um, and therefore, you know that it's not a pain that's going to go away and becomes a strong motivation for who Batman is. So Batman as the character, as Bruce Wayne, it's very clear you don't want to mess with that origin. But the good part about it is that it's not the book's not just about Batman. It's about Commissioner Gordon. They were almost like the only two people in that, that um, city that were trying to um, do something and they needed each other and each other was almost the missing piece that would make uh, the situation work. That is the most interesting of stories that needs to be explored. Uh, the relationship between the cop and the vigilante. It's as close an adaptation as, as we could make it. Um, and that goes for the script and you know the visuals. We tried to, we definitely tried to, to mimic um, David Mazzucchelli's style. What Mazzucchelli brought to that story was that, that film noir sensibility uh, that really just permeates all of Frank Miller's books. We absolutely, you know, followed even the color palette because it's a it's a really unique palette. I have the means, the skill, but something's missing. 